Prologue I don't believe that I, Dr. John H. Watson, shall ever run dry of the fantastic tales in which I accompanied my great friend, Mr. Sherlock Holmes. We had a remarkable and long-lasting career, which began in the late Victorian era, and even to this day, in our elder years, is still ongoing. Sherlock Holmes, who now lives in Sussex, is still as sharp as ever. I often look over our old cases, and wonder which of our tales I should disclose next. Some I do not believe will ever be released, unless I myself have passed from this life. However, it was on a summer day in June 1920 that I came upon a series of notes that had not been touched since late 1890. Sherlock Holmes, you see, was not the only detective in London. There were a great number of others. What made Sherlock Holmes unique was his singular position as a consulting detective. There was another in the profession who went by the name of Martin Hewitt. His adventures were chronicled by a journalist named Brett, and though they were not as popular as those adventures I shared with Holmes, Mr. Hewitt was a brilliant detective with a powerful mind. Holmes's client list boasted members of the Yard, his brother, and personages of even higher position, while Hewitt did extremely well amongst the general public, when Holmes was otherwise engaged or unavailable. And while Holmes often scolded the efficiency of Scotland Yard, there were some officers who shone bright, one of whom was D.I. Edmund Reed of Whitechapel, one of his most notable tasks being his work on the Ripper case. In 1890, these three men found themselves tangled in a web of intrigue. It is important to note that the events that transpire in this narrative are compiled from the notes of myself, the journalist Brett, and D.I. Edmund Reed. They have never shared their stories with the public, but they did share their notes with me, making it my responsibility to disclose the outre events that we endured. <laughs>